It's made me learn that everything we do in life is a skill set. We can improve that skill set by practicing it, by getting information from experts who are, you know, really good in that field. You're not stuck knowing the things that you know and knowing nothing else. Good day, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to From Stress to Success, the show where we shine a light on what success truly means, and we begin to understand the roadblocks that get in the way that stop us from achieving the things that we want to. As always, I'm your host, Freeman Beals, stress management coach and entrepreneur. In this episode, you're going to get a solo dive in with just me and my understanding and the things I've learned from posting online for 365 days. This is going to be a really interesting episode for you all, and I hope you bring a notepad. We're going to talk about why you need to just start, why it's important that you are willing to grow, change, and adapt, that not everything will work, and that's okay. The importance of learning, and then learning, and then learning again, the fact that it's not always easy, The important thing is that you can do it. And lastly, that there really is no end to a journey like this. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy this episode and other ones on my channel, please make sure you follow and subscribe on whatever platform it is you're listening on and also rate the show. That's how we get this show and this value in front of more and more people. The algorithm gods like it when all of us hit the like button and hit the rating button, and then they're gonna prompt it to show more people. So that would mean the world for me if you could do that. So it was just over a year ago now that I started on this really big journey of writing on LinkedIn every day for a year. But weirdly, I think that this journey started before that. It started when I really got into self-development. You see, I switched from reading a lot of fiction and fantasy to reading nonfiction. One of the first big books I read that I'll never really forget was Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Go check it out. It's fairly short. And then I read Will Smith's book, Will. And that's really where I began to understand that the people who get to achieve what we deem as levels of success however you want to look at it, don't get there by accident. It takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of grind, takes a lot of grit, and it takes a lot of overcoming challenges. When I began to switch careers and look for a new job, I landed on LinkedIn. That was a place where people went when they were trying to find jobs in new fields, especially as myself at the time as a user experience designer, I needed to find new work. And everybody was saying, you got to go to LinkedIn. So that's where I ended up. And I started really on the journey of building my personal brand. At the same time, I was listening to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, I don't really know why I was listening to Gary V at the time, but I'm pretty sure it was around the time when NFT started to get really interesting. And he was talking a lot about that. So while listening to Gary V and also understanding psychological concepts, I realized that I could kind of hack the system here a little bit. And I realized that if I pulled the psychology concept of social accountability into my personal branding, that it would in a way force me to start doing something and keep me doing that thing. 
Denzel Washington famously says, without commitment, we'll never start. And without consistency, we'll never finish. So I knew I had to do something that was consistent. And I knew that social accountability would help me do that. So I started and I wrote on LinkedIn day one of 365 positive and educational posts. And that's how it started. The trick was, is that I just started. You're not going to like to hear this, but a lot of people have ideas. You're going to have ideas right now. You're going to have ideas while you listen to this podcast. You're going to have a lot of ideas. But there's one big thing that separates people who have ideas from people who actually achieve things. And it's a really simple word. It's action. You see, it's easy to say, I'll start tomorrow. It's easy to say, I'll do it when I'm ready. We feel like we have to have this spark of motivation and then we'll start doing something. But we look at motivation a bit wrong. We look at motivation as a linear straight line. We think it starts with motivation and then we get inspired and then we do something. But that's not actually how it works. It's actually a circle. And you can enter that circle anywhere you want. You don't have to enter at motivation. You don't even have to enter it at inspired. You can enter it at the doing stage. The cool thing about this is when you enter the do stage, well, then suddenly you feel more motivated and then you feel more inspired and then suddenly you do more. So I encourage all of you to stop waiting for the time to be perfect. Stop waiting for everything to be ready. And stop saying, I'll start tomorrow. And just find something easy to do and then do that thing and then ride that wave of motivation. The other trick here is to make it easy. So don't get complicated. You wouldn't, if you wanted to become a professional bodybuilder, for example, you wouldn't go to the gym for six days a week for three hours a day right off the bat. You wouldn't go from the couch to that. If you wanted to run a marathon, you wouldn't go from the couch to running 10 to 15 kilometers a day. You would hurt yourself and you wouldn't last very long. Doing stuff like this is exactly the same as a fitness journey. You have to start small and you have to start easy. There's a really neat habit and I'm pretty sure it came from James Clear's Atomic Habits, which is a brilliant book. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend checking that out. You can write that down as one you should read. He has this concept and it's about building the habit. So there was a fitness coach who told his clients that they were going to the gym. They were only allowed to go to the gym for five minutes. You see, it didn't matter what they were doing. Five minutes, boom, they had to leave the gym. And they had to do that for the first few weeks of the program. What this did is it forced people to get in the habit of going. Because ultimately the habit of doing the thing is far more important than what the thing is that you're trying to achieve. Going out, trying to do the thing and getting the habit of just putting your shoes on and walking out the door is more important than the marathon. And I know that sounds a bit counterintuitive, but putting your shoes on and going and starting a habit is going to be the first step to running a marathon. It's definitely not the last step, it's the first one. So really important, make it easy. Try to remove as much friction between you and what you're starting as possible. 
and try to do something that you enjoy doing, which I'm going to get into a little bit later on here. So number one, just start. Stop having ideas and start taking action. Now, you have to be willing to grow, change, and adapt when you start to take that action. So here's a fun fact. If you go back far enough, you'll notice that when I started 365 days, it was actually 365 days of positive or educational content. You'd have to go back to around day 60. And please, if you do, send me a DM, shoot me a screenshot. I've tried to get that far back and usually my computer crashes before I can. But if you go back that far, you'll notice that my posts aren't the same as they are right now. You see, like all of us, I was on this journey and I had to get through parts of it to get to where I am now. Because remember that it's a journey, a process, and you have to give it the time it deserves to grow into what it deserves to be. You don't get to just immediately get to an Olympic podium. You have to go through the process. You have to walk that road. Now, sure, there are shortcuts you can take on the road. You can get help from people, mentors, coaches. You can learn more and try to expedite the process. But ultimately, it's a bit of a journey. You have to go on these journeys to grow, learn, change, and adapt. If you've listened to um, Steve Jobs' commemorative speech, I'm not going to remember the year, but he says this really famous thing that I always remember is that you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. So you can't look forward and go, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and that's going to lead me to where I need to go because that's not how it works. You can only look backwards and understand, oh, these are the things that led me to get to where I am. That's why I have a hard time having regrets in life. People ask me often, oh, what do you regret? And sure, are there mistakes I made? 100%. I won't deny that. But regret is a very strong word because all the things I did, the mistakes, the things I probably shouldn't have done, have ended up leading me to where I am now. And they've shaped me into the person that I am today. So when you're going through this stuff, understand that you need to grow, you need to change, and you need to adapt to things. So how do you do that? Well, you start by following the things that you like. Post about what you enjoy doing. Maybe you're into cooking. Maybe you really like stones and interesting geographical formations or stuff like that. I guarantee you somebody out there will like the thing that you're really into. And if you start on that journey of telling people about it, well, then it makes it a lot easier to keep going. So do that. Start with stuff that you're interested about. Start with stuff that gets you excited. And that makes it a lot easier to keep doing this. And then be okay when that changes. And you go, you know what? I don't know if I want to talk about stones anymore. I want to talk about Nikes. Be a weird change, but you never know. If you look back at all of my stuff, when I first started, I was a user experience designer. And there was a lot of that kind of stuff on there. And then I did marketing for a while. And I got really into that. And there's some marketing stuff in there. And there's color theory. And there's sales tactics. And there's branding. And then, you know, I got into the positivity more and there's positive psychology and there's stuff like neuroscience. And then eventually it led me to where I am now, where I start talking more actionably about stress and how to deal and solve those types of things. But I literally could never have gotten here if I didn't start by just posting the thing I was interested about and started talking about it. And then looking backwards and seeing the common thread that was pulled through, which interestingly enough was positivity. 
And that's how I got to where I am. But when I started as a user experience designer, I could never have looked forward and said, I'm going to become a stress management coach. Those two things are too far apart. I got here because I was able to grow. I was able to change and it was adapt to what was working. The trick to this is to be true to yourself, be true to what you feel like you should be putting out there. Okay. Now remember that what you post, keep posting kind of regardless of the engagement. Now I'm going to be a bit counterintuitive here. So if that one was learn, grow, change and adapt, then the next one is that remember that not everything is going to work. And this is the tough truth, but not everything is going to go viral. Not everything you make will sell. Not everything you make will even get noticed. This is why it's important to change, grow and adapt. Sometimes this thing that you spend hours on falls horribly flat. Sometimes the thing that you put up randomly goes completely viral. It's really hard to tell what these things are going to be. The algorithm gods don't really care and they also keep changing. It's like switching through, you know, Greek mythology to Roman to Christian. It's chaos on the internet with the algorithms and stuff. So don't get too transfixed on that. Find what you like to talk about. Go talk about it in front of the people that like to hear about it. Find where they are. What platform are they using? Where do they meet? Do stuff like that. Find the tribe of people that you really connect to and in the information that you really like. And then don't pay too much attention to the engagement. Now, I'm not saying don't pay attention to the numbers at all. Because like I said, I was into branding and I was into marketing. So I understand this is still a bit of a numbers game. You need to look at the numbers to understand what's working with your audience, what's not working with your audience. The thing is though, don't force yourself to do something just because it's working for that audience. That's not going to be sustainable. Okay. Find the things that are sustainable that do work for your audience. Don't go, Oh, my audience really likes when I talk about this thing, but I don't want to talk about that thing. Well, then you're not going to keep talking about it. You might run it for a while, maybe a month or maybe two, but eventually you're going to lose out of steam. So look at the numbers to see what's working and use that as part of the equation, but don't let it be the end all of everything that you're deciding upon. And really importantly, do not get transfixed on the engagement. Do not let it affect your mental health. Become unattached to it. Let it just be data that drives you in certain directions and gives you certain insight. But do not take it personally and do not get attached to the numbers because not everything will work. Next, it's really important to learn and then learn and then learn again and then keep learning because that's the fun of it. If we knew everything, life would get pretty boring pretty quickly. It's important to keep learning. That's what makes living life exciting. The fact that you have more to learn. There's more out there to absorb. Sometimes I feel like a sponge that's just taking in all this information that I can, but I'm never filling up. The cool thing about this is that you start to get better. So by trying to get more information out, I ended up learning a lot more about myself as well. When I started this, I never thought I could be a writer. I was always bad at writing in school. I still struggle a lot with grammar. I use Grammarly very heavily in a lot of the work that I do. So for me, writing was never something that I thought, Hey, I'm going to become a writer and I'm going to write things. But just recently I became 
accredited to write in Brains magazine. Which seems kind of wild. And if you told me that five years ago, I would have said there's no possible way. I also have a newsletter now that people follow. I write on LinkedIn daily and I work for another newsletter to help edit the ads that go out. I'm not a writer or I wasn't, but maybe I am now. I also hope to write a book one day. So my whole personality has changed significantly because of this journey. Again, back to the fact that this is the journey you need to change, grow and adapt. Another thing that I improved upon is speaking. I never thought that I would be able to be a public speaker, have a broadcast. Lots of the times when I was growing up, people said I mumbled really badly. You'll probably notice as well that I have a little bit of a lisp, but that's just part of who I am now. And spending hours editing my own content has made me aware of how I speak. Spending money on speaking courses has made me better at public speaking, maybe understand the format. It's made me learn that everything we do in life is a skill set. We can improve that skill set by practicing it, by getting information from experts who are, you know, really good in that field. You're not stuck knowing the things that you know and knowing nothing else. And you're going to suck at stuff when you first start. And that's okay. We all sucked at something when we first started doing it. None of us were good at walking when we were kids. We all stumbled. We all fell down. The interesting thing is then we all got back up and now most of us can walk around totally fine. The trick is to not let those fails and not let those mistakes stop you from improving because that's ultimately what they are. They are ways for you to improve. So don't worry about perfection. Don't worry about things being perfect. It's okay if you make a mistake. It's okay if you fail. That's part of growing, that's part of changing, and that's part of adapting. You're also going to learn some really cool skills along the way. For myself, I've learned a lot about writing. But maybe you're into video. Maybe that's the medium that you want to get across. So you're going to have to learn some cool things about videoing. Maybe you're going to learn some things about video editing. You're going to download some free programs and learn on those until it's time to upgrade to a paid one. The thing is, when you chase something that you're actually interested in, at least to some degree, you'll force yourself to learn some cool new skills and then practice those skills. And like I said, be okay with not being good at them at first. Spend time on YouTube, learning how to do them better. Find a course, find somebody to teach you, or even just reach out and ask a mentor, hey, I'm looking to get in this, can you give me some advice? You would be amazed at the amount of people that will say yes. Say, hey, do you have 15 minutes? Can we chat really quick? I'm looking to get into this and I can see that you do it. Most people will jump on the phone sometime in their day to spend 15 minutes on a call with you and give you a bit of advice. When they do, make sure that you bring a pen and paper and write that stuff down because it's normally gold. And we, as mentors of people, want to see people succeed. They want to see, take, they, we want to see people taking our advice and using it to achieve better. Most people in this world want to see other people do well. So make sure you keep learning and then learn some more and then learn again. Now, I do have to tell you that it's not going to be easy. Bottom line, it's not easy. It's still not easy. There are days that are tough. When you commit to something this big, when I committed to writing everything, writing every day for 365 days, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. But going into it, knowing that it wasn't going to be easy actually makes it easier because you know that you're going to have to be challenged. 
you know that you're going to have to learn new things. The same thing, you wouldn't sign up for a 40 kilometer marathon and go, this is going to be a cakewalk, right? You would start doing the things, hopefully anyways, that would enable you to do that thing. And self-development is exactly the same way. And you can take the same approach. If it was easy, I ask, would it be even worth doing? Not necessarily. If it was easy, A, everybody would do it. And B, it wouldn't feel very good once you achieved, once you accomplished the thing that you were trying to do. Part of it being difficult is what makes the payoff so interesting. So this journey for me has not been easy. I will be honest that there are days, there has been days, and there will probably still be days where it's 7 o'clock, it's 11 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, no, I still haven't written a post for the day. Now, sometimes I get that post out in the morning and I schedule it and it's easy, but there are days when it's challenging. So I want to encourage you to build in little systems and building things that you can do to make it easier. Because even though it's not always easy, doesn't mean that you can't make it easier. So build in systems. For myself, I have a whole template of things that I can pull from to quickly put a graph together in five or 10 minutes. Worst case scenario, if I'm really running out of time, maybe I've had a hard day, maybe I'm sick and I don't feel great, I can just post an article or post a different podcast that I found informative and I found had the same information that I was looking for. If you can as well, if you're creative, do four or five posts out. Buffer it so that you can then have a day off. I managed to take many backpacking trips last summer because I started using a system that allowed me to put my things forward and set them in place so that I didn't have to actively post every day. I could have it pre-scheduled to post out. So find these little hacks that you can do in your life to make it easier. Because again, it's not always going to be easy, but if you build the systems, if you build the habits in place, it will make it easier. James Clear has this great quote that we do not rise to the, I'm going to get it slightly wrong here, but it's that we do not rise to the level of our ambitions. We fall to the level of our systems. So make sure your systems are really bomber so you can keep doing the things you know you have to do to get to where you need to go. Ultimately, though, remember why you're doing something. One of my favorite books is written by Simon Sinek, and it starts with why. And it breaks down the understanding of why it's so important to understand why we're doing something. And he goes into some really interesting data behind Apple and Harley Davidson and other big brands like this that really understand their why of what they're doing. And you need to do that as well. Have the important conversations with yourself. Ask yourself why and be truthful with the answers that you're telling yourself. Why do I want to lose 20 pounds? Why do I want to start a successful company? And it's not just because, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to make some money. You need to go deeper levels than that. The reason you need to do this and the reason that I'm harping on this so much is because that why is going to be what pulls you through the really challenging times. That why is what gets us through the late nights. It what is what gets us through the early mornings. For myself, I know that the reason I'm on this mission is to change anybody's 
perspective on life and help them live a better life. So if I've changed even a single person's perspective, everything that I've done for the last year is worth it. If I've helped even one person get through something, better themselves, find new information that maybe they hadn't seen before, then this has all been worth it. That is my why, and that is why I keep doing what I'm doing. That's why I'll write a post at 1130 at night. That's why I'm spending this time right now talking with you guys on this podcast. Because all I'm hoping to do is just make one person's life a little bit better and a little bit easier. I want to let you know as well that you can do the thing. That thing that you're thinking, the thing that you want to do, the thing that's maybe popped up in your brain in the last 20 minutes while I've been talking here, you can do it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next month, and maybe not next year. But I guarantee you, if you start with something that puts you towards that goal, and then you fall in love with that process of doing that thing, you will achieve it. And I want to be very clear here as well. I think goals are incredibly important. I have a lot myself. But goals aren't everything. So it's very important that we understand to fall in love with the process, right? The problem with chasing goals, and you can look up information on Olympic athletes and other people who have achieved success or achieved the thing that they've been driving for for years, is when you get that, you often have a bit of a fall off. You go, cool, I did my thing. You have this moment of elevation, and then you go, okay, but, but now what? Many of you have probably felt this when maybe you've bought something on a whim and then you feel great. You bought the thing. Yeah. But then what? Now you have the thing. Okay, cool. But it doesn't make you as feel as good as you thought it might. There's a powerful TED Talk called Synthesizing Happiness. And it's about this idea that we as human beings are not very good at understanding how good we're going to feel or how bad we're going to feel at an outcome. He talks about a study that they did on people who had gotten an accident and become paraplegics versus people who'd won the lottery. Now, if I were to ask you right now, would you be happier if you won the lottery? Would you be happier if you were paraplegic? Most of you, I would hope anyways, would say I would be happier if I won the lottery. But alarmingly, the data shows it the other way around. Although the people who won the lottery were maybe happier at first, Many of them ended up bankrupt, ended up losing friends and family, ended up in a worse situation and less happy than they were before they won the lottery. And then with people who'd gotten accidents and lost mobility, it was the other way around. They'd become comfortable with it, they understood their lives, and they moved on. This is why it's so important to fall in love with the process. Don't get attached to the goal, okay? I want you to remember that goals are important. We need to have them. They help us drive us forward, but it's the process that we need to fall in love with. There's a lot of people out there who talk on this. If you listen to any Gary Vaynerchuk stuff, Alex Harmozy, a lot of these people talk about how they got to where they are by falling in love with the process. Alex Harmozy has one that he always talks about, which he talks about the game of life. Now, if we look at the game of life as winning or finishing 
Well, finishing the game of life just means that we die. Not the finish that we really all want. But that is inevitably the finishing line on the game of life. So really what you want to do is just get better at the game. Just get better at the thing you're doing. Not so that you can finish faster. We certainly we certainly all don't want to finish the game of life faster. But that doesn't mean that you can't become better at living the game of life. So I encourage you to start doing the thing that you want. Remember that you have to learn and that you have to grow and you have to adapt. Remember that it's not always going to be easy and that's totally fine. And lastly, I want you to remember that there is no end. Don't pay attention to the, well, pay attention to the goal, but fall in love with the process. Understand the why. Get deep down and really remember that thing. Write it down if you have to, but I encourage you to understand your why. These are the seven things, guys, that I have learned from my year of posting online. Am I done posting my year? Not a chance. My year has now turned into, well, I don't honestly know. I'm currently at the time that I'm recording this right now at 371 days of my 365 days. I was asked maybe about a month ago, Freeman, what are you going to do when it ends? And I said, I'm probably just going to keep doing it because now it's a habit. It's also something I enjoy doing. It wasn't about posting for a year. It was about helping people. It was about changing lives. And I'm still doing that. That's the process that I've fallen in love with. So remember, as a takeaway, as you all finish off this, remember to just start. Remember that you have to be willing to grow, change, and adapt. Remember that not everything is going to work. Remember that it's important to learn and then keep learning. It's not always going to be easy, but you can make it easier. You can do it. And lastly, focus on the why that you're doing the thing. I want to take a moment to thank you all so much for spending your time listening to just me chat here on this podcast. If you did like it, let me know. I was always a bit unsure if solo podcasts were going to be something that I was going to do. And I'm still unsure of that. So if this was great and you liked it, please let me know. Send me a DM on any of my socials and say, hey, Freeman, I really enjoyed that solo episode you did. If there were maybe some lessons in here that you want a bit more information on, let me know that as well. I'm always happy to figure out how I can grow and how I can change and learn more about this medium that I'm in right now. And lastly, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for spending this time with me and thank you for listening. Please, if you haven't yet, follow me on whatever platform you're listening on. Make sure you rate this as well. That helps it get in front of all the other people. And go out and enjoy all the other stuff I've also done, the discussions I've had, and the other interviews that I've done. Thank you so much, guys. Go out there, look at your dreams, chase your goals, and remember your why.